You're listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, Episode 102. Welcome to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, where we explore public health epidemiology careers and share tips and strategies to help you enter or transition into the field. And now your host, Dr. Charlotte Hughes-Huntley. Greetings, everyone, and thank you for joining me on this episode. The American Public Health Association's epidemiology section wanted to give students an opportunity to talk about their research. And students who were interested in participating were asked to submit their research information and then were selected based on their complete responses. So coming on the podcast to discuss their research gives students some experience with discussing their research and just disseminating those findings. In this episode, you'll hear from two student members of the APHA EPI section, Francis Dean and Kelly O'Shea, as they discuss their student research experiences. So before I introduce my first guests, I would like to mention that this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Learning. LinkedIn Learning provides you with the ability to enhance your skills with expert-led online video tutorials. Our listeners enjoy access to the extensive library of resources free for 30 days. Just visit drchuntley.com and click on the resources tab from the main menu. You'll find the link there to access your free trial. So my first guest is Francis Dean. Francis has a Bachelor of Science in Health Promotion Behavior with a Health Promotion Concentration and a minor in Global Health from the University of Georgia. Let's join the interview, and Francis is going to talk about her research and experience as a student. Well, today I am excited to welcome Francis Dean to the podcast. So, Francis, welcome. Hi. <laughs> I am excited to have you here, and I would like for you to just take a moment and tell the audience a little bit about yourself, about your background. Hi, so um, I'm a recent graduate from the University of Georgia. I graduated last May of 2018. I received a Bachelor's of Science in Health Promotion, um, which is in health promotion behavior with a concentration in health promotion and a minor in global health. Um, Right now, I am a public health associate with DC Department of Health, and I'm working on hepatitis surveillance. So that is a little bit about what I'm doing right now. All right. So you would, you said the D.C. Department of Health? Yep. D.C. Department of Health, a.k.a. D.C. Health. We're currently revamping their name. Oh, okay. Great. Now let's move into chatting about your research. Explain um, what your research topic uh, was. This is relating to your research as a student. So I was a student assistant with the UGA's College of Public Health STAR Lab. That stands for Social Technologies Risk Reduction Lab. And during my time with them, um, most of my research was focused on mental health, substance abuse, social technologies, and sexual health on the local and global level. My first year with the lab, I did a project where we worked on the capacity building grant. Um, This grant was focused on creating research tools or teaching modules for librarians that um, were interested in conducting scientific research. So um, that was one part of my project. I basically just created PowerPoints, developed slides. Um, We focused on narrating the course as well. And um, in addition, we were trying to identify ways that um, the capacity building courses could be accessible in the region of Liberia. So that was one part of my research. Another part I was involved in is a crisis pregnancy center. You guys may be familiar with it. It's by um, UJ's College of Public Health, uh, 
Professor Dr. Andrea Schwarzengruber. Um, she recently re released the website of the Crisis, Pre Crisis Pregnancy Center map. Um, I was on that project while during my time at UGA. Um, this project is basically a resource um, related to sexual health. This resource is a database. It's a National Directory of Resources for Women looking to pregnancy centers, um, medical centers, um, anything related to reproductive health needs. My responsibility was to basically um, execute a search of the national pregnancy resources. Um, I believe it did two states, and um, I had to make sure that they were all put in a really nice database in Excel. I had to check, make, make sure which ones are legit, which ones are fake, and, you know, give contact information, give county location, and all those, um, all those information that was uh, um, beneficial on the, in the geographic sense. So that was my two main projects that I did with them. Okay. I have a question about the first one with, uh, you said you create modules that aid librarians in conducting and presenting, publishing scientific research. Was this a local area, like in Georgia, where the librarians were there, you were training them or were you training them using some sort of virtual technology? So we were train them using virtual technology. So they weren't physically in Georgia, but we were on, we were like behind the scenes kind of. So we were, we were building, we were creating the classes and then whichever was created, it would be distributed to Liberia on their PIs behalf. So we were kind of like behind the scenes. We didn't get to work with them face to face, unfortunately, due to um, technical difficulties. Um, within the two, between the two countries. But um, we did um, get to, you know, execute literature search and get to, you know, talk about what information would be beneficial to discuss in the modules. Hmm, sounds like a great experience. Um, now explain why you chose um, this research. So, wow, um, that's a good question. <laughs> so surprisingly, um, this research group did overlap a lot with my interests back then. You know, I was a little undergrad, so trying to figure out my fit in public health, and I wanted to get additional experience. So um, I was reaching out to UGA's College of Public Health. I'm like, hey, um, do you have any labs which I can participate in? And um, they were like, oh, you can try the STAR lab. You know, that lab is really big, and they're always accepting people. I'm like, okay, cool. So I interviewed with two of the PIs, uh, Dr. Tamora Callens and Dr. Nathan Hansen, um, I interviewed with them before joining the group and, um, you know, we seem to have a good overlap. They, I believe they're both psychologists. They both have a background in psychology and they both did a postdoc together at Yale. So, um, I got to know a little bit about them. They got to know a little bit more about me. And so, um, they're like, okay, welcome to the team. You know, that's how I got into, you know, all the things that we're doing, how they overlapped, especially with mental health. Mental health is one of my main research interests that I have. And so I want to see how that, you know, this will be, this was a good experience for me to see how we could, you know, assist someone's mental health and, you know, other types of health on a global level. So, you know, just because I know that people have different structures and they have different types of, um, you know, resources um, when it comes to mental health and substance abuse, social technologies and sexual health, intersecting those four IRS together in this lab was a really cool experience for me. So um, this is definitely something that I use in my future work. And, you know, 
I I try myself to take every little piece that I've learned to apply it to you know, my future career. Well, that really does take me into my last question about <laughs> how are you applying? Just explain how you can relate this to your future career. This is important for me because this can help me take an epidemiologic approach and examine relationships between stigma, social cultural factors, and negative mental health and marginalized communities. My idea of taking this approach would be to find how stigma influences mental health from a social cultural standpoint or social economic standpoint, anything within the social deterrence of health. I would utilize translational epidemiologic tools for data collection efforts. And then I would incorporate data to care a- efforts and new and current interventions to improve someone's mental health or to improve that community's mental health based on their, you know, social cultural or social economic um, or any social type of standpoint that they're in right now. If that makes sense. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, thank you, Francis, for taking time and sharing your research with everyone. I'm sure it's really helpful for a lot of students out there to hear your perspective and some of the experiences that you had. So I really appreciate you for doing that. Of course. And thank you for having me. Awesome. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Learning. Building and enhancing skills that are complementary to your public health education can be a powerful combination. It can help you become more competitive in the job market as a public health consultant and as a business owner. LinkedIn Learning is offering our listeners access to their extensive library of resources free for 30 days. You can start now, access anywhere and anytime. Just visit drchhuntley.com and click on the resources tab from the main menu. You'll find the link there to access your free trial. My next guest is Kelly O'Shea. Kelly is a PhD student at the University of Illinois at Chicago and joins me to talk about her research. The interview is short and strictly sticks to the topic of her research, but off camera or off recording, I should say, we also discussed her experience working on large community-based studies with the Chicago Department of Public Health. Let's join that interview now with Kelly. All right. So today I'm very excited to introduce you all to Kelly O'Shea. So Kelly, say hello to everyone. Hi, everyone. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, Well, I'm a first-year PhD student in epidemiology at University of Illinois Chicago, where I'm also the assistant director of evaluation and tracking for the Center for Clinical and Translational Sciences. Uh, But prior to that, I received my MPH from UIC and my BA in anthropology from Northern Illinois. So I'm, I'm an Illinois girl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man, you sounds like you're wearing a big hat there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's awesome, though. That's that's really great. So I'd like to move into learning more about your research because you're here to talk about that. So can you explain your research topic? Sure. Uh, so at the Center for Clinical and Translational Sciences, I do program evaluation and also track all of our metrics. So that's something I'm very interested in. Um, And where I want to take that is into legal and environmental epidemiology. So currently, I'm looking at how legislative differences affect different health outcomes between states, kind of looking at the legislation as the health intervention. Uh, Since we put these pieces of law into effect, 
oftentimes there isn't enough follow-up to see if that's actually doing what we think it is. Um, sometimes the, uh, the cycle kind of stops once the legislation passes. And I would like to continue that and really see if what we're doing is really protecting workers and people living in those states. That's really very important. So how did you choose this research topic? Well, I've I've always been interested in law. In fact, my uh, my dad refers to my master's degree as not law school. Um, so he really wanted me to go. I always loved law. So when I heard about legal epidemiology, I was really fascinated by it. Um, and in the meantime, I was also working in a toxicology class where we were talking a lot about um, how different pesticides actually affect you on um, at at a whole biological level, how these poisonings actually take place. So those two, learning about those two topics just kind of converged, and I thought they would be a really great thing to kind of mash together and take a look at. I love that. I also think it's great that, you know, the field of public health is so broad itself. And you think you niche down a little bit and epidemiology is awesome. And then you realize that epidemiology is broad and you can niche down even further. <laughs> it's incredible. I didn't hear about legal epidemiology until after my master's degree, after I started my PhD. Like I, I couldn't believe I had missed it. <laughs> um, but it's so you can do so many things. And that's what I really love about public health in general, but especially epidemiology, those data skills really translate well. That's awesome. So I'd like you to just explain how this can relate to your future career. Sure. Um, so my goal is to work at a federal level, hopefully for the CDC um, or other government agency, maybe the EPA. And I, I think as we go through some of the experience of climate change, pesticides are, and their use are going to become much more prevalent and come much more to the forefront of our thought process. Um, and we will really have to study them uh, in a way we haven't studied them before. So I think this is a big issue affecting us at a national and international level. And I think a lot of times researchers and the data don't get a conversation, uh, don't get to be part of the conversation at a policy level. And I would like to bring that in and work at that federal level with both some policy expertise and um, the epidemiology and the science to back up what I'm saying. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. I think that's great. I think it's also um, amazing that you have this level of clarity and focus um, at such an early stage of your doctoral journey, too. So I, I was really lucky. I um, I had a very winding path to this. So I'm a little older than most of the students. I've had a very wide variety of jobs. So I, I've been given a lot of opportunities to explore a lot of different things that I would not be able to articulate this even five years ago when I started my master's. Yeah, I can relate to that. It makes sense. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for taking the time and coming on and talking about your research. And I look forward to an update in the future. I'd love to hear how things are going with you. So make sure you check in with me. Oh, definitely. Well, I hope you enjoyed those interviews. Thank you, Francis and Kelly, for joining me on this episode to discuss your research. Now, in case you missed it, last month, we featured our first APHA Epi student interview 
in episode uh, 97. So if you missed that, please be sure to go back and take a listen as well. Next month, we'll have our final student featured episode. So be sure that you have subscribed to the podcast so that you won't miss that episode as soon as it is published. All right, everyone. Until next time, have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast at drchuntley.com.